I mean, so there's a thing I want to, I don't want to talk about. But you must. No, I don't even feel like compelled to talk about it. Okay. (laughs) But it's just like everyone else has been talking about it. So like, why not jump on the band? The gender reveal parties? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that like lady dying at one. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, you know, she didn't plan the party and like, I don't think innocent party goers should die for attending parties. It should be the person throwing the party that should die if anybody, right? Yeah. But like, nonetheless, like. You're guilty if you're at a gender reveal party. I found it slightly funny. I mean, we all did. (laughs) (laughs) It's like God does have a sense of humor, you know? It's just how that reads to me. But here's the thing. So there have been like a couple other like incidents with like gender reveal parties like recently, Uh right? Like a forest being caught on fire and like, you know, bad shit happening. Yeah, I heard that. But you know how death... Uh, comes in threes, right? Celebrity deaths. Maybe like gender reveal party accidents come in threes. Totally. Something's about to happen. <laughs> or what if it, they come in sixes? And then you get, it's like the sign of the beast. It's like, yeah, genders from the devil. Um, gender itself. <laughs> yeah, Indeed. the idea of gender was invented by the devil, which is why it's simultaneously awesome and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so true. I'm trying to figure out... One of my podcasts just did a really good segment on gender reveal parties and like the they came this one woman invented them in like 2004 or something like that and you know oh I think is it embedded um yeah and so at the time you know she keeps saying she's like you know no one was really talking about gender the way that we are now so like I like I know it doesn't seem woke but like it was just a fun thing to my mind at the time. And she like really regrets it now, not only that people are dying and stuff, but that she has become like a much better kind of, you know, feminist or aware person or whatever. Cause you know, she had a, her daughter when she was, I think her, her oldest, when she was like four was saying, um, that she was like upset that she got this Lego set from Christmas for Christmas. And she was like, why, why did Santa get this for me? Like, it's not pink. It's not, you know, whatever. And she's like, and her, you know, the mom was like, whoa, like she thinks that like th- this pink realm of stuff is for her and this other realm of stuff is not for her and stuff. And so I think it's the same daughter who then some years later, there was some like school event or whatever where she had to wear like a formal attire and was supposed to wear a dress. And she's like, well, I really don't want to wear a dress. And then her mom was like, hey, uh, what about a suit? And yeah. then she was like, hey, uh, well, is are people going to think that's weird? You know, she kind of had like, or she had some kind of question of like, is that allowed? You know? Yeah. And her mom was like, yeah, girls can wear dresses or suits or whatever they want, you know? Um, and so like, she's gone through this whole like, you know, uh, change and evolution in her mind. And she's like, really, it seems like really hip and cool about gender now, the way she's raising her kids and stuff like that. So she's just like SMH all the time on, Everybody, like, what's become of this little idea that she had? She's just like, oh, fuck, (laughs) you know? You know, that's why you get a. I constantly worry about what we put in this podcast because who knows, like, <laughs> the what, ramifications. Yeah, it's like the, like, you know, it's, it's, there's a very interesting documentary about the guy that wrote the Anarchist Cookbook and, like, uh, the kind of him, like, dealing with the repercussions of, like, having written that thing. He wrote it, you know, in a different time for a specific reason, like, as, yeah. like, a, as a retaliation against what he saw as, like, a brutal kind of, like, fascist like, police, like, crackdown, like, during the Vietnam protests. Yeah. And then 
this book is taken and then like you know lots of like people who've done mass shootings have a copy of it on them yeah like as a it, as they do the mass shooting right and like God. dealing with like how do you how do you you know square yourself like as how responsible are you yeah, for the thing for you create what people have done with what you've created yeah but i mean i mean i can't imagine like when she sees like you know 56 year old woman dies at gender reveal <laughs> party dude that's the thing like you gotta li- like it's one of my worst fears right is it's really my worst fear is killing someone like even sort of on accident but something like that where you kind of like it's not really an accident it is but it is it's an accident what happened with all of it you know that it even caught on at all um and much less that it got a life of its own and that whatever and that you know then we all changed about gender so that god needed to punish that you know she couldn't have foreseen any of that <laughs> This is like, you know, when, when, uh, people think that, you know, when Katrina was happening or whatever, and like God hates the, all the sex and sinning that's happening there. And I'm oh, like, yeah. no, 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 God is smiting down your gender reveal parties. Absolutely. 100%. You're paying for your sins. Every natural you disaster is because of gender reveal parties. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them. I mean, that's how fucking bad and tacky they are is that <laughs> yeah. God is trying to God flood. has been trying to tell us forever. And he finally <laughs> just had to, he like, he was like, okay, I'll start a fire. No, not enough. Okay. I'll kill a grandma. Yeah. Have you guys had enough? <laughs> Or a hip aunt. 56 could be a hip aunt. Sorry, we keep mispronouncing God. We. Whatever. <laughs> Did I say he? I meant we. <laughs> <laughs> uh. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old boy lesbian, for now. And we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. You can follow us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. <coughs> you know what it just like finally occurred to me to do and then I actually did? What? I can't believe. Um, just boob stuff 69ing. I feel like... And I'm racking my mind like, have I done that before? Like, what has do you that mean? Just, just like 69ing but only sucking on each other's Yeah, just titties? like... Yeah, just... Uh, yeah. A boob okay. square. I mean, I don't think I've ever <laughs> done that either, but I don't know if I really want to. Well, you know how into boobs I am. <laughs> I know, but I'm just trying to like imagine myself boob 69ing, 88ing, I guess. Yeah, so <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> but like, I can't, yeah. You can't see being into that? No, because it's like, how do you, if you're on the bottom and like, huh. They're sucking on your titties and you're sucking on their t- How do you... Well, the are girl like and I were just doing side? it on the couch an hour ago. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think I was like... Well, because she was already laying, you know, reclining back. So then I just was leaning over her to kiss her or something. I don't know. Something naturally happened that led to... 
our mouths on each other's boobs. And, okay, I could see we, that. Like, in a already... standing position, like, uh-huh. I think it would be easier. I think if, like, we're laying down, I think it'd be weird for me to, like, lay on top of your face with my titties. I mean, although, like, I know people are into being smothered by titties. Like, that's definitely a oh, thing. Oh, yeah, you smother but... me. Like... <laughs> Anyone ever wants to smother me with their titties? Yeah. But, like, I don't know if I could... If I I don't think I would enjoy being underneath or on top of somebody. Like I think maybe I could do like a cute sideways thing or like yeah I'm I'm, I'm like I'm like oh coming over the back of them to like give them a kiss and then I, like they start sucking on my tit so I like lean yeah. down and like suck on theirs too yeah, like that I, like I could that. do that but like a, I can't help but like touch my tit do it now it's fine. <laughs> I can't help it. I just gave myself that. So you're shot saying, yeah, like, leaning over, which is what we were really doing—a leaning over type thing. You're you're down with, but for some reason, if you're smashing your boobs more into their face, you're it's, not as into that, I don't like that pressure. I don't like the idea of being smothered at all. Oh my god, I love. I enjoy. I enjoy any boob pressure. I, I mean, I enjoy. I enjoy like somebody variety. like sit, putting their like sitting on my face, but only if like my nose ass? is like free to like. Oh breathe right well, like, yeah, I, I mean, just, i'm so paranoid and... about like my breath and like being able to breathe that like oh yeah it's it, i can't like get into not being i mean i can kind of get into like light hand on the you know throat but yeah, i don't but like any actual like breath play you know yeah because mm-hmm. of the asthma <laughs> no it's or just a paranoid thing of mine i've had since i was a kid like when like people would do dog piles i would have like panic attacks at the bo- mm. like i hate it it was like a biggest fear of mine growing up as a little boy to like be in a dog pile or like you know like people are wrestling and like you know two or th- two or three like guys wrestling and like you all end up on top of each other like not being able to breathe or like you know uh, older like relatives like uncles and things like you know wrestling and then grabbing you and tickling you like that paranoia and lack of breath has always just been like a big fear of mine also i don't know if it's always been a big fear of mine or if i had just a fuck ton of stuff like this happen to me and it's just traumatized me to the point where i'm yeah. just afraid of like not being able to breathe in any situation right yeah like well who knows <laughs> but I think being gotcha. raised as a boy so in the middle of nowhere fucked me up some somehow good like For real sure. good you know just I mean, yeah, that kind of every, yeah. But yeah, this is why, like, I don't like being tickled at all. Like, it's not even like, oh, it's cute. She doesn't like being tickled. It's like, no, No, I I will fucking kill you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll, like, if you, like, purposely, like, maliciously, like, tickle me, like, more than once, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to see you anymore. Like, it it almost, it's a, it's, okay. (laughs) I don't like mean to compare it to rape too much, but there is, like, a rapey element, you know, you know, like, Someone, it's like against your will, is doing this thing that kind of gives you pleasure. Um, But if if you are happy for them to be doing it, great. But if you really don't want them to, and maybe if your earliest experiences of tickling had just too much of that, like, I really don't want this to be happening, though. You know what I mean? That's just like this weird kind of torture that being tickled, where you're like, this thing that's supposed to be pleasurable is being, like, sort of used against me right now. But anyways, I don't know how we get on that subject. Boob 69. Oh, yeah, boob 69. So, yeah. I mean, and when people have, like, sat on my face in the past, you know, like, if they're doing, you know, because if they're facing you and you can see into each other's eyes, it's a lot harder to, like, smother somebody's nose with a vagina, like, from the front. But if you're, like, eating somebody's, like, pussy slash ass and, like, Mm -hmm. they're coming, like, ass first at you, Mm -hmm. it's real easy to, like, smother someone, right? And so, like... <laughs> Where you can't breathe? That freaks me the fuck no, out. No, I mean you can tap them; they'll move. You know, I mean, just <laughs> if you really get trapped, I think you can communicate. You know, 
uh, you know, maybe I'll try it. But just the thought of it like instills just like a deep sense of fear. Oh, and I, I love that position. I don't know. It's not. I mean, worth don't up. get me wrong. It's my favorite view. Yeah, and then it just anything like, from behind is just like, ugh, <laughs> you know, smother me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like even uh, I like the I like the smothering. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense to me that I'd be into being smothered. So, <laughs> this is what I asked you to write down today on the way home uh, in my mm. notes. So, I saw this thing where this speech pathologist lady has invented this like board of like buttons that lays on the ground and it has diff- each button has a different word underneath it. And she has trained her dog to like talk pressing different buttons. <laughs> right. Okay. To like communicate. And so it can be like, if it, she hears a thing outside, the owner will be like, what do you hear? And she's like, outside, look like it wants to go look outside and like, whether it's happy or sad or what it wants, right. It can like touch buttons and communicate. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ooh man, all those people that say like consent is the main reason why bestiality isn't legal are fixing to be thrown for a moral fucking quandary. <laughs> yeah, because dude, I'm telling you, if we can, if, if dog, dogs doggy can wants, say yes, doggy wants to lick pussy, says doggy yeah, wants yeah. dick. Doggy All right. wants some dick. I mean, the truth is, I am pretty sure that they, a lot of them want to fuck a lot of us. You know, when I say to audiences a lot now, like your dogs want to fuck you, they want to eat you out for sure. Um, but I mean, it's like not all dogs, hashtag not all dogs, you know, but a lot of them do want to fuck a lot of us. So if, yeah, if that woman gets that going, she, now I mean, she can a, sell it to people. So they can get, like, I'm sure it takes a ton of training, right? But it's just yeah. like, fuck, dude, if you're able to train dogs to communicate. That just becomes your life mission if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe she's fucking her dog. Have we looked at all of her buttons? Yeah. <laughs> she has a Anyone closet a of close look like, at all different those buttons? buttons that she swaps out. <laughs> For when the news people come over. Yeah. <laughs> she forgets to leave on. It just seems on. like the high motivation of, you know how those pedophiles, like, they're so highly motivated. They go to elaborate oh, yeah. lengths. Like, what? those are elaborate lengths she's gone to. So she's like, look, I want my dog to eat me out, but I need to she know is a it's woman, okay though. with it. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, she's I mean, just trying but, to be, she's the most ethical zoophile. But I mean, so just like our listener who, <laughs> you know, told us about getting eaten out to orgasm by like seven different dogs, <laughs> like she would, she said, you know, she just leaned back and the dogs did it. Like she didn't instigate it, you know. Yeah. Ever. Or like I she, mean, the first time she like bent over a bed and like this dog came yeah. in and like licked her. Yeah. Because she, she, the she few times she kind of pushed it. dogs away who'd almost started to, and then they just, maybe her pussy is just particularly attractive to dogs. Like she's got. <laughs> That smell they want or something she just doesn't wash much or whatever but so <laughs> but yeah so like she was just letting them eat her i mean who knows if then like by the fifth or sixth dog she's like a little bit guiding their head you know how yeah. like in monster eileen warno starts killing them for like a little less and a little less <laughs> like that sort of thing where it's like she's convincing herself these dogs are attracted to her and they just need to be led <laughs> oh yeah for Listeners, this is this is from earlier on in our first season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess we should explain. We had we were Ariel and I were doing some mushrooms one uh-huh. night in my old apartment, and uh, uh, Ariel first, just like first comes first. out of the bathroom. Or, like, I hear her laughing in the bathroom and comes out. I'm like, what? She's like, okay. So you know how we were talking about what? I wonder what types of people are into like having dogs eat them out. 
this like 57 year old like yoga instructor from san francisco like wrote us and was just like yeah so that's a thing i'm definitely into and like told us how she you know had always wanted it to happen but like never like knew how to pursue it and then one time she was like dog sitting and like she was changing and like bent over and like the dog like came like licked her and she like didn't move and was just like all right you know what i'm just gonna like ride this Let out this happen. and she, yeah she did it for like with like 12 dogs or seven I th- dogs I, th- I feel like it was seven yeah like seven, Maybe different-, seven different dogs but who knows how many times or yeah <laughs> it was like friends dogs and at one I mean, point if you do it in the same day does it count as a different time like if you're a dog sitting that dog yeah fucking it is, is like if the dog eats you out three times that day is that three separate times or is that one you long know, truly time? doesn't matter seven different <laughs> dogs ate her out of all sizes and breeds um, yeah. she, she wasn't like just fucking pomeranians or anything that would be the worst <laughs> if like you had like a type, a type. <laughs> <laughs> you totally there's got to be like types you're not into like oh yeah we all could think about like if we were gonna fuck a dog like an english bulldog Ugh. Some are cuter, but it's like, it's I don't want to fuck the ones I jowl. find really cute, I don't think. I think that would bum me out. No, I think I would need it to well, be like, like a fluffy little love. golden retriever. Because I, I, I would want a bigger tongue, right? I want it to be, I don't want one lick to like rub most of my dick, right? I don't want yeah. it to like have to like have a tiny tug licking all around my dick. <laughs> yeah. And then I worry like, no, 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 not the shaft, focus on the top or whatever, right? Oh, yeah, but with them. like a golden retriever or something, like a big tongue. Mm-hmm. And I just need, I, could, I don't know if I could do like a a sharp looking dog though because like be- it looks too scary like i yeah. need it to have a little bit of a friendliness to it yeah maybe like a, seems like your a poodle, golden bed. doodle yeah yeah you want an intense dog don't no, you <laughs> i don't know i'm trying to think like what would be right for me you know tongue size wise that's a good point like for my clit like i don't know like um I just I don't know why I keep just defaulting I mean, to a little like a terrier. <laughs> that might be better. A little, I'm just picking cute <laughs> things because, like, ultimately, I'm probably just going to wind up ramming its head into my clit. Right? <laughs> you know, like you don't think about that. So probably fluffy. <laughs> I want yeah, like a blanket. something without coarse hair. <laughs> something yeah, that feels something like a nice soft blank. blanket. I'll a just, poodle. <laughs> like a but. Um, one of those miniature ones or with a golden one, you know, with that hair that's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody has any poodle. <laughs> no, I don't want to have sex with dogs, I'm but joking. like, but sometimes I feel bad that they, you know, want to have sex with us. And I know they to. definitely do. Like, it, what not necessarily for romantic reasons, probably like dominance reasons, but it's oh, like, oh, like, I'm going to fuck you. Like, I'm going to prove to you that I'm like, you're like, you know, alpha, you're packed. It's a weird energy for the dog to like put in your face sometimes. And it's like, okay, I, I know you want to fuck me. God, it's not happening, Cooper, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> man but yeah i don't know it also calls into question like a lot of fun just <laughs> it's like what does that mean if like <laughs> a dog can say like i'm a slave <laughs> all of a sudden <laughs> Yeah. It just keeps Don't make too many buttons. It just keeps bitch. hitting the button that says trapped, trapped, yeah. <laughs> trapped. <laughs> outside, 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 outside. No, but I mean, if it keeps coming back, I don't know. You know, we need more people should live in places where you really could just let your dog outside and then have them come back out. You know, if we could live in little areas in the woods, reduce the human population to about a hundred thousand people. That would be fucking stupid. That would be such a boring world. A hundred thousand people. I would 
I would make it nine hundred, or I'd make it ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine people. That's because I would kill myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, well, I don't really care what the number is. There's just a TED Talk once where he said that was the amount of people we should get down to so that we could um, to just throw trash out the window or whatever. Which is a very funny thing for him to pick that, you know, as his measure. Like, don't you guys want to live with just like such kings that we're just tossing litter out without even thinking about it? Let's. His plan was to freeze just billions of people and then we could all take turns living. Remember That's when so TED Talks stupid. were awesome? <laughs> Remember they were they're just letting like there's a there's a heyday for wild ideas on TED Talks where we were just like, okay. <laughs> I mean that's fascinating, but is that what we're really doing, rich people? Um interesting. Or is this guy just I don't know. Might be tight if we could do it. That's like the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to freeze everybody and let everyone, yeah, quote, exactly. take turns. Yeah, like we're all going to make it to that. All right, come on into the, your cryo chamber. <laughs> your gas, I mean, cryo chamber. Yeah, exactly. That's it's, what it felt like. They just like. gas billions of people. <laughs> yeah, no, we're freezing them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It's like, it's, yeah, the know, asteroid's like, coming for us. Don't worry. You're going to get on the asteroid. Yeah, and it'll be like, you know, uh, a couple hundred billionaires, and then like yeah. the rest are just children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God. That's probably how the world's going to end, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the billionaire pedophiles are going to gas us all by telling us we're getting frozen so we get to live later with fewer people, and it'll be so nice for everybody. And, and then, then they're, they're just going to keep the hottest kids. And they just like, <laughs> at, at a certain age, they, you know, but like, like they tell the kids that like they're gods that way like when they're a certain age like you know they're no longer interesting so they get taken away to like the better place but they really just kill them at like 20 or whatever you know and so then they just have a society of like children and then there's like an incestuous billionaire class that like yeah Yeah. that was probably what that was kind of what jeffrey epstein wanted to do right because he was gonna like had that island yeah he was gonna breed all the women with his dna so they're already like thinking grandiose shit like that you know guys you have to remember billionaires feel really entitled and they feel like they're special and everything and then they have all that money so like you know you do drugs they do some good drugs they have some crazy thoughts and sometimes they're like riding that shit hard yeah (laughs) and we don't get to kill them all (laughs) there's all those people who organized his killing so it's like oh god Dude, I am lo- I am loving the Jeff- Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself memes. Uh-huh. They are so fucking funny. It's good. My, fav- my favorite one was, uh, well, the two favorite ones I saw. One I saw was a Missy Elliott one. <laughs> and it was like, and the part that she says backwards, they just like flipped Jeffrey yeah. Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> 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 <That's good. laughs> uh, okay. Oh, here's Calm speaking the of the down billionaire too. ruling class. So I got banned from posting on Facebook this week. Oh yeah. Uh, because I I heard and decided to test, and turns out it's very true <laughs> <laughs> that you can't say fuck turfs on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Which is just wild. Because, like, I very regularly make posts that uses the word faggot in yeah. it. Right? Like, calling our listeners faggots, like, calling but people But you've never I said love. fuck faggots. 
No, but I just, I like. It's on, always been faggot positive. Not necessarily. It's like it posted in an ambiguous way. So it's like on the f- November 5th, instead <laughs> of saying remember, remember the 5th of November, yeah. I posted remember, remember you're a faggot. Wasn't that on Instagram? <laughs> and Facebook. Was I posted it? Okay. on Facebook. Yeah. And so it's like. Well, that's ambiguous of, for sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It, you're calling you're just calling somebody a faggot and like if you're taking that word like on face value as it's traditionally like presented it's it's a negative thing right so like without making you like be happy that you are or something like showing a positivity Remember that you're, no i know that's what i'm saying but it's ambiguous it's truly ambiguous i i don't think so Remember i think you're the, a faggot, I, but you meant it in a fun positive way i know so but i'm just saying is. the way i posted it if you're somebody just reviewing that for facebook you're not knowing that i'm posting it in a positive way and based on how the word has traditionally been used there you would like see that and think like it could potentially be like me calling could people potentially. i know but that's how facebook decides on things is like could it potentially be okay. like offensive or like used as hate speech right yeah so that's their minimum is yeah but to me be saying it- like fuck turfs and like Maybe it was the fact, maybe I could say fuck turf, but I shouldn't have said like turfs can suck my girl dick. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, there might have been. That's pretty like, direct. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying like, maybe it's like, oh, well, you're inciting like violence by saying that. But if you just say like fuck mm. turfs, then it's like fine. Anyway, I got like banned from like posting for a few days, but it's just so fucking stupid to me. And if we're talking about billionaire <laughs> ruling classes, like the way that, uh, facebook operates in general and just like with how they i mean this isn't i don't want to go into it too deep because it's like there are people who've had better conversations about this than i think we'll have but it's just like it's always fun when you see that like they truly don't give a fuck about you and they're at the end of the day like they're not like running their business with any sort of like actual uh, care for you as a user like they don't give a fuck about the users of their platform. They care about keeping themselves legally safe and like continuing to turn a profit. Mm -hmm. Right. You as a user are just like, you're a worker for Facebook, like giving them advertising money. Yeah. Right. It's you're, you're not like, they don't actually care. Yeah. They don't care about you. Yeah. But, so, but it's so I think funny what must that, have happened like, is that people kind of someone, I don't know how you, you know, you register something as a, as a, as a slur. Um, and so someone, you know, came to them with the petition of like, Hey, this is a slur. Um, we feel that this is a slur. And so you need to register it in your, um, database of things that people can get. Well, no, what it is is like Since what we course. used to call TERFs are now being called gender critical feminists, right? Yes. And they're trying they're trying to like rebrand themselves as like something that has like a deep intellectual backing behind it. When really they're basing like their arguments off like shitty second wave feminism from the eighties and like it's well, it's 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 like a the entire like premise behind their quote gender critical feminism is like a farce, right? It's and like by rebranding themselves as gender critical feminists, like they're no longer like they're removing the exclusionary part of it. There's, they're not well, saying like we're excluding. They're saying we're just thinking about it and we're, we're kind of critical. Yeah. I love you love but that. Like you know, like where people are, are we? thinking about it. Yeah, and it's like that's um, fucking stupid. People are thinking about gender. Well, but 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 when you say rebrand, I as far as I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, the the term turf, like I don't think it was these people, the people who are calling themselves gender critical or whatever are the people who like turf was something that other people came up 
for people for a certain part kind of feminist or whatever Did, was someone a self-identified trans-exclusionary radical feminist first were they like i'm the turf or was someone no, like that was the thing with- that like somebody else called them right yeah. they didn't actually have a name that's why i'm just that's why i was giving you that like specific so it's like, well, it's more, era though be- they're that name right in a way it's more like they're branding for the first time because they were branded as turfs and they're trying to say okay here's our story yeah. um we're calling it gender critical and uh, I don't know. I need. I'd have to read some of these books or whatever. Yeah, but by moving away from that, they're attempting to legitimize themselves in an academic sense. Well, of course. Right? Why wouldn't they? Oh, I know that. I'm just saying they're fucking stupid. And like, I just also want to like put the like term like gender critical feminist out there to people that listen to this because it's like if you're reading anything by anybody that calls himself that, and you're thinking, hmm, this sounds good. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like you should like read it twice. Like really think about like the things that they're saying. Well, like, yeah, I would say that to anyone, you know. Yeah, like, but I'm just, just saying like so, when people see like, yourselves. you know, there are there's like this whole wave of like pseudo intellectualism going around this country, sure. right? Of like people who have like grabbed on to like buzzwords that have trickled out of academia over the last few years as people have like as like public debates have gotten more academic right and we're having to debate theory right Mm -hmm. now you know like the whole gender thing is like making everybody be aware of like theoretical arguments and structures for the first time Mm -hmm. and so not everybody knows how to use like the jargon uh yeah that's been kept in the ivory tower for years right yeah and so like when somebody reads something and it says gender critical feminist and they see like these kind of buzzwords and they're put in a familiar way, people know how to write to manipulate the kind of system, right? And Mm -hmm. people's ignorance. There's a lot of like pseudo intellectualism that's appealing to a lot of smart people who are like kind of being fucking sucker. They're being tricked by people presenting themselves as academics who are just like fucking, it's like a pop psychologist essentially. Right. So like it's so, it's not a real psychologist. They're not your their self help book isn't going to do anything for you, right? Like, you okay, know? but can we just because again, turf is something that particular like new listeners or newer listeners are are not really knowing about and are going to struggle to keep up with. I mean, and can you one more time for everybody say what the gender critical pop psychology feminism, as you're calling it, is? <laughs> um, is that what that's what you're saying? Is kind of like the the people who are calling themselves gender critical are really like not some uh, other faction of the ivory tower people, but are um, pseudo intellectuals who is that what you're saying? Yeah, who are, have manipulated a kind of like now how the vaguely articles uh, are spread and yeah, okay, they've taken it's like kind of how all these alt right people have like built up. Uh, fan bases and like internet shows and yeah. like publications based off of things that just are patently untrue. Okay. Like Breitbart, for example, like right. It, it's presented to people as if it's fact and it uses like certain language to like manipulate, ma- manipulate the readers into believing that it's yeah. fact. And like, and, and as opposed, and you know, and then there's stuff like that's on NPR where it's like, we're, it's literally just a fact, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily as manipulated. I don't think it's wholly well, some unmanipulated. NPR stuff I know, is yeah. Pretty, it's pretty left lean. Like but I'm just saying, like there's a clear difference in journalism. It's the same thing with like real academic work in feminism and like looking at like you know, gender within our society in a like a genuine way 
and then like what they're writing. It's like the difference between like a Breitbart and an NPR. Okay. And and the people because the people making Breitbart and these like fucking turfs, they're not stupid. Like they're not idiots, right? Yeah. And that's why they're suckering people. That's why they're but tricking. Can you people. explain to people what their argument is? So high, dude. I know, but I if we all we, if all we ever do is say that they're dumb, but we don't, we, you know, we have to. But this is the thing: I don't like going and like actually describing like a turf's argument because I don't like giving it airtime, and I don't like, hmm. you know, it's like it doesn't matter what their argument is. It's like if you see something like that's arguing against like a trans person's inclusion in any sort of public space or a trans person's inclusion within a movement or within a group. And like they're using like the past life of that trans person in any sort of way of where they started life as like the opposite sex or gender or however you think of it. Like that's an argument well, that you immediately need to start discounting. Well, you're okay, but you're taking it as a starting point that any argument that leads to the conclusion that we treat people differently based on their past or whatever, um, that that's inherently going to be bad. And so therefore you can discredit everything but i mean that's not a fair that's not a fair way to take i know but i'm just saying like this is why i don't want to talk about it it's just like you're asking me like hey do you want to give like a no i know i'm like it's late i get it i'm just saying we should maybe do a segment (laughs) maybe we should really do a deep dive into the turf questions let's just like put a pin in that and i'll like we can like sit down tomorrow maybe homework or something for me if you want yeah i'm just i'll just need to sit down and like write out a thing if i'm gonna actually talk i'd like to because i still feel like i don't fully understand the turf and I have tried to look that up and I read some stuff about gender critical this or that and I kind of read you know some something's going on in Britain apparently supposedly yeah. it's um there's more of a there's a larger it's a bigger contingency, contingency there. or something I don't know so it's kind of an, a topic of interest let's put a pin in it because that'll take me some time and we're Word. at like 30 minutes and so that'll be a good it'll be a good long bit or something yeah anyway. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. I'm Janish Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo Ha Ha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big-ass lives, their big-ass experiences, and their big asses. Woman of size is plus size, flawed, curvy, thick, queen, queer, fat, black, disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast. <laughs>